It's 11 o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. Tonight's headlines. Daily coronavirus cases pass 2,000 for the first time and thousands of patients face a wait to get into hospital. The government asked LegCo to approve billions of dollars in handouts to people and businesses hit hardest by the new COVID wave. And another home athlete wins gold for the nation at the Beijing Winter Olympics. COVID cases in Hong Kong have climbed to another record level with more than 2,000 cases reported. All but 19 are local. Health officials say the figures are likely to go higher. Around 1,000 cases from yesterday are still waiting to be confirmed. Authorities also reported about 4,500 preliminary positive tests. Dr Chuang Shuk Kwan from the Centre for Health Protection says laboratories are struggling to clear the backlog and they're looking at ways to boost capacity. Because of the vast amount of specimens and tests being done, so uh, there is some delay in the confirmation of the uh, specimens. But we will treat all preliminary positive cases as cases and arrange um, them for admission. Uh, I mean, we won't wait for them to be confirmed, but um, still uh, the waiting time for the admission is still, um, there is still a bottleneck on that. The hospital authority says thousands of people are still waiting to be admitted to public hospitals. A general manager, Dr Sarah Ho, says a new hotline will be created to support them and that the authority is preparing to open designated clinics for COVID patients. In view of the need is increasing, we are going to set up a hotline that the patients can call directly through the hotline to our staff to inquire about infection control questions or some uh, clinical questions related to COVID. We are also exploring to set up designated clinic so those uh, patients with symptoms can attend the uh, designated clinic. Of course, uh, we are seeing how to support the patient with medication, but the details are still, um, uh, we are still working out the logistic and details. The government says up to 300,000 unemployed people will be eligible for handouts under a $27 billion COVID relief fund. Lawmakers will be asked to approve it tomorrow. Timmy Sung reports. Officials say stringent social distancing measures are hitting businesses and the labour market, and the unemployment rate is expected to rise. They said given the unprecedented scale and intensity of the measures, the government decided to launch a temporary unemployment relief scheme for lower to middle income workers who have been laid off since the end of December. Eligible workers earning less than $30,000 a month will get a one-off subsidy of $10,000. Officials expect to distribute money in April. In all, the government said it plans 48 measures to help 67,000 businesses, 750,000 people and transport operators. For example, depending on the size of the restaurant, each licensee can get up to $500,000. Away from the pandemic, an environmental group says it wants Hong Kong people to start thinking about new ways to distribute lysine instead of using the traditional red packets. Greener's Action has been recycling lysine packets for 13 years and expects to collect up to 7 million this year. The group's assistant project manager, Man Yip, says people should consider alternatives like giving out lucky money electronically. If the technology available among friends and relatives, this is a good way to distribute lysine. But I cannot say it can be completely replaced by this new trend because like this is kind of a traditional and festive way to celebrate. 
So I think we need to take a balance. For example, keeping the traditional and the new trend. But I think this is a way to encourage people to distribute light.、Like In Beijing, there's been another home gold medal at the Winter Olympics. Xu Mengtao won the freestyle skiing women's aerials on home snow, producing a spectacular jump as most of her main rivals faltered. Xu, the Sochi silver medalist and current World Cup leader, nailed a 108.61 effort to edge ahead of defending champion Hanna Huskova of Belarus, with Megan Nick taking a surprise bronze for the United States. To the weather, mainly fine overnight and cool tomorrow morning, with a minimum temperature of about 15 degrees in urban areas, slightly lower in the new territories, and a high of about 20 degrees. Moderate to fresh east to northeasterly winds. The outlook: sunny periods on Wednesday, but mainly windy with a few rain patches in the latter parts of this week. Currently 17 degrees, humidity 83 percent. You're listening to RTHK. The time's exactly five minutes past 11. Organisers of the Gay Games say Hong Kong will co-host the event with Guadalajara in Mexico next year. They cite the challenges posed by the pandemic as the reason. Hong Kong had originally planned to host the Gay Games by itself. If it goes ahead as now planned, it will be the first time the event has been held in both Asia and Latin America. Lisa Lam, one of the co-chairs of the Gay Games, says she hopes the decision will allow more participants to join, regardless of where they come from. This is the first time in、uh, Gay Games history to have a co-host. As you know, right, when we made the postponement announced last September, it was at that time we were thinking because of the uncertainties brought on by COVID. You know, we want to we thought, okay, we will、uh, you know push it out one more year so to allow more time, you know, to see how the COVID situation evolves. Right now, at that time, you know, when we make that decision. You know, our our idea was all has has thought. You know that oh, you know probably by early this year or somewhere. You know things should should improve and we can open our registration. Right at that time, there was the thinking behind it. But of course, you can see right. You know the situation has has continued. The challenges brought on right by COVID has continued, and because it is still a bit unclear right as to when. Unsettled travel, you know, to Hong Kong would be possible. So that's when, you know, as we were evaluating, you know, as a contingency, and we were planning how can we, you know, still, you know, be able to stay true, you know, to our initial idea of making sure as many people can come together and and you know celebrate this message right of unity and diversity. The Gay Games are scheduled for November two thousand and twenty-three. More now on the worsening COVID pandemic situation. A specialist in infectious diseases at Glen Eagles Hospital, Dr. Wilson Lam, says the delay in sending COVID patients to isolation facilities is compounding the problem. So, with case numbers tomorrow expected to exceed 4,000, Ben Che asked him if he believed the coronavirus epidemic is now out of control. It's not totally out of control, but obviously the increase in number of cases is varying. More importantly, I think the delay in sending people to isolation facilities maybe have、uh, contributed to the recent increase in case number. Also, because、uh, you know in Hong Kong, most of people living in a small apartment, and then、uh, it is understandable that household transmissions could actually occur after one family member being diagnosed, but not sent to isolation facilities. So that trend is quite worrying indeed. Now, Hong Kong is going to get help from the mainland.、Uh, is there any way they can help with the situation that you've just mentioned? I think mainland China is going to help in terms of、uh, testing mostly, and then they, they probably in the, in the longer term or in the medium term, they 
also going to help it regarding increasing the capacity of the ISIS facilities as well. But um, in the short term, probably we are not going to be benefited from these two measures because the point right now is that uh, the cases not being sent to ISIS facilities and then the disease is being spread to the household family members and in which one particular concern is the kids at home. Because most of the kids are actually not uh, vaccinated at this moment. Mm. So this is worrying. So in the short term, probably nothing much can be helped. But we have to just make sure that we speed up the vaccination rates in all age groups, especially the elderly and also in kids. Turning overseas, diplomatic efforts are being stepped up to defuse the tensions between Russia and Ukraine. The G7 group of most developed countries has warned Russia that it's, already, it's ready to impose sanctions which would have massive consequences on its economy if Moscow invades Ukraine. Meanwhile, the Ukrainian government has asked for talks with Russia. Russia denies planning to invade. Margarita Rimarenko is a Ukrainian citizen. People are calling each other, trying to ask who is planning what, like is somebody is planning to leave, is somebody planning to move out of the country even, and somehow to calibrate how to make your own decisions, because actually it's a very new situation, I think, for everyone. What if I need to flee? Well, like, where would I go? How much money should I have? Should I, like, have my case prepared overnight? How fast can I move out of the house if, like, there will be an airstrike or where is the nearest bomb shelter? And there's very little information on that, unfortunately. Schools in the southern Indian state of Karnataka have reopened four days after the state government ordered them to close because of a worsening dispute over Muslim pupils wearing headscarves in class. Video footage showed pupils in hijabs being directed to remove them before being allowed through the gates. A senior district official in Udupi, Pradipu Kuridaika, said restrictions had been imposed on gatherings near schools. Right now, Section 144 has been imposed on all schools and colleges, meaning more than five people are not allowed to gather in one place. It is through regular policing to maintain law and order that we ensure nothing untoward happens. A public inquiry has opened in London into one of the biggest miscarriages of justice in British legal history. Between 2000 and 2014, more than 700 managers of post office branches were wrongly accused of fraud and theft because of a faulty computer system. Thousands of others lost huge sums of money. The inquiry is seeking to establish who knew about the computer flaws at the time. Lee Castleton has, was made bankrupt after losing a two-year legal battle. My family uh, were punished significantly and it was very difficult to watch. Even now, investigations are ongoing. We're 17 years past the day and we're still looking at it from outside and not really looking at the true facts from within. More sport now. One of the seven new events of the Beijing Games, Olympic Monobob, made its debut today. Team USA's Kylie Humphreys and Eleanor Myers Taylor became the first women ever to medal, gold and silver respectively. The inaugural singles bobsleigh competition was a female-only event. As we reported earlier, Xu Meng Tao finally claimed Olympic gold for the nation when she triumphed in a dramatic final of the freestyle skiing women's aerials, producing a spectacular jump as most of her main rivals faltered. It was China's first victory in the event after five silver medals since it was added to the Games programme in 1994. 
Home favourite Gu Ailing or Ailing Gu is through to tomorrow's women's free ski slope style final after scoring 79.38 points in the qualifiers. She's aiming for a second Winter Olympic gold for China following her win in the big air competition. Gabriela Papadakis and Guillaume Cizeron of France won gold in the figure skating. They scored a world record total of 226.98 to claim a long-awaited Olympic title. And Austria claimed the men's ski jumping team title coming from behind to edge out Slovenia. Germany had to settle for the bronze. There have been mixed reactions to the decision by sports authorities to allow the 15-year-old Russian ice skater Kamila Valieva to compete in the individual figure skating event at the Winter Olympics. The teenager failed a drug test six weeks ago. The Court of Arbitration for Sports said preventing her from skating would cause her irreparable harm. Mathieu Rieb is the court's director general. There were serious issues of untimely notification of the results of the athlete's anti-doping test performed in December 2021 that impinged upon the athlete's ability to establish certain legal requirements for her benefit, while such late notification was not her fault in the middle of the Olympic Games. And now to one of the biggest events in world sport. Around 100 million people tuned in this morning to watch the American football Super Bowl, which saw the home team, the Los Angeles Rams, beat the Cincinnati Bengals. But in traditional fashion, it was just as much about the entertainment, as the BBC's Sophie Long reports. Finally! Dwayne The Rock Johnson pumped up the excitement ahead of kickoff and it remained at fever pitch throughout the game. At half time, the SoFi Stadium was transformed into a two story set resembling the LA skyline as three Cadillacs drove onto the pitch. Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg kicked off the show as the crowd of more than 70,000 roared. There was a surprise appearance from 50 Cent before the queen of hip hop, Mary J. Blige, took over, bringing many in the crowd to tears. LA local Kendrick Lamar was next, then Eminem performed his Grammy and Oscar winning song, Lose Yourself. As the players returned to the pitch, the excitement only increased as the LA Rams finally secured the victory their fans had been dreaming of in the last two minutes of the game. The Cincinnati Bengals, who'd been the Cinderella of the Super Bowl for so long, may have made it to the ball, but in the end, they left empty-handed. A reminder of our top stories tonight. Daily coronavirus cases passed 2,000 for the first time and thousands of patients face a wait to get into hospital. And the government asked LegCo to approve billions of dollars in handouts to people and businesses hit hardest by the new COVID wave. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 
yesterday hello the silver lining got spring and summer running It's good to have you back again Oh, hey, 98.6 Her loving is the medicine that saved me Oh, I love my baby Hey, everybody on the street I see you smiling Must be because I found my baby You know she's got me on another kind of highway I want to go to where it takes me Hey, 98.6, it's good to have you back again Oh, hey, 98.6, her loving is the medicine that saved me oh i love my baby you know she's got me on another kind of highway i want to go to where Six, it's good to have you back again Oh, hey, 98.6 Her loving is the medicine that saved me Oh, I love my baby That's uh, Keith otherwise known as Barry James Kiefer to his mum and a hit called 98.6 as requested by Alan. Thanks for getting in touch Radio Pete at Gmail if you'd like a song for yourself. I always thought for years and years it was a radio station frequency, 98.6 live. Uh, But of course it's body temperature and he did an interview, uh, that is to say Keith uh, did an interview with Mojo Magazine about the song and he said I spoke to my girlfriend after the session saying I couldn't believe that I just recorded a song with a number related to a person's body temperature How you doing? You've just tuned in, thanks ever so much Making our way through Valentine's night Just about 40 minutes to go And have a song if you like for you and your other uh, This one's for Tim Tracy Chapman, very popular even today, this song, and of course her first big hit to go around the world. You get a fast car, I want a ticket to anywhere, maybe we make a deal, maybe together we can get somewhere, any place is better, starting from zero, got nothing to lose, maybe we'll make something, me, myself, I got nothing to prove. Get a fast car. I got a plan to get us out of here. Been working at the convenience store. Managed to save just a little bit of money. Won't have to drive too far. Just across the border and into the city. You and I can both get jobs. Finally see what it means to be living. See my old man 
man's got a problem 